Welcome back to the QEH podcast, the place to find out more about the school and to connect with staff, pupils and parents at a deeper level. Each week we'll be interviewing people within the QEH community, asking them questions and spending time understanding them and more about the school. In this episode, we speak to Joe and Nancy, two parents of children at QEH, who kindly got together in one of their kitchens to talk to us about their experience of school life from a parent point of view. Joe explains what Friends of QEH is and how it aims to build on the school community. They both discuss their experiences of being connected to QEH as parents and how the addition of girls in the sixth form has a positive impact. They also both offer their advice to soon-to-be QEH families. So join us now as we explore the world of QEH through the eyes of Joe and Nancy. Joe, Nancy, thank you for being here and welcome to the QEH podcast. How are you both today? Very well, thank you. Yeah, really well, really well. Good to see some sunshine. Mm. Summer's well on the way, hopefully. There's a beautiful blue sky outside, which uh, has made a bit of a change after the last couple of weeks, but Mm. um, really good. So we're recording this episode on a Friday. How do Fridays often look for the pair of you just in family life? Normally I'm at work, so it's normally quite busy and just, yeah, just kind of very busy, end of the week, um, looking forward to the weekend and maybe some sport, uh, watching the children. Um, So, yeah. And Joe, what what sort of work do you do? I um, have a design agency, so it's a kind of creative based agency. Oh, okay, right. And in what sort of sector do you tend to operate? Uh, We do lots of packaging, uh, branding and uh, marketing communications, that sort of thing. Mm, Okay. Nancy, how about you? How do Fridays usually look for you? So, Well, I'm fortunate enough I don't work on a Friday, so I work four days a week. Um, So Fridays are often spent uh, walking the dog. So we've got quite a bouncy Springer Spaniel that enjoys lots of exercise. Uh, So Fridays are good for me from that point of view um and yeah just sort of easing into the weekend <laughs> yeah often yeah just sort of bits and pieces really often catch up with friends on a friday and um can even be seen in the uh, qeh secondhand uniform sorting through blazers so now and again when that needs to be done so yeah yeah it's it's good especially if it's a sunny friday like today absolutely sunny fridays are always good we can slide into the weekend that way So just for the sake of people listening to this podcast recording, it'll be good to understand a little bit more about your connection and your links with QEH. Could you each just explain your family breakdown and your actual connections with your children at the school, please? Of course. Uh, I'm Jo Sadler. Um, I've got uh, two children that have gone through QEH. Mm -hmm. My son started in year seven and stayed to year 13 and then my daughter joined in sixth form um she came from an all-girls school and she's just about to finish her a levels um or is going through that process now and um also currently i'm the chair of the friends of qeh okay excellent thank you for that joe and nancy how about you uh so yeah we've got two sons and our eldest joins QEH in year six, mm-hmm. um, and he's the same age as, as Joe's son and uh, finished year 13 a couple of years ago. So he's 20 now and uh, just finishing first year at university. And our younger son uh, started in the junior school in year five, um, and he's been all the way through and is just finishing year 13 
Wow. Okay. Right. Exciting times. And which university is your son at at the moment? Uh, so he's at Manchester University. Right. And Lucas is at Cardiff University. Oh, okay. Right. Well, they're both very good universities. Okay. Now, Joe, you mentioned something then about the Friends. Did you call it the Friends Association? Can you tell us what that is and how you became involved in it? Yeah, sure. Um, it's we, we kind of call it Friends of QEH, but or QEH Friends. It, it varies between the two. Um, essentially, uh, QEH Friends is like the PTA of school um, and you know it's, it includes all the teachers and obviously all parents because when you join QEH you automatically become part of the, the friends. Okay. Um, so it is for everybody, it's not just for the people that kind of get involved more um, hands-on. Um, and really the friends, as, as most PTAs work, um, our aim is to, to build the school community um, raise some funds and support school with things like um, second-hand uniform sales, um, plus buying those little extras that really do sit outside the school budgets. Um, so we kind of see ourselves as the icing on the cake, really, um, <laughs> in the stuff that we do. But I think it's, I just want to make it sure everybody understands that um, our main purpose of doing kind of events, etc., is to build the kind of community side of school, because... Mm. I guess with most parents, when you kind of start the senior school years, it's so different to primary school um, and you lose that kind of school gate connection. Mm. And so, you know, obviously your children have to grow up and become more independent, et cetera. So walk themselves to school, et cetera. We all understand that. But then as parents, we kind of lose some of those friendships that you kind of make at school. So um, friends is there to kind of bring people together. Right. And really sort of, as, as well as supporting the school. Um, so, you know, kind of you get to meet other parents, whether it's a side of a rugby pitch um, in the freezing cold of winter um, or, you know, having a glass of wine, um, enjoying some, you know, school entertainment or something. So it's it's a, a way of bringing people together. I see. Right. And tell me more about the different activities that happen throughout the school year then. So we've got lots of events um, that we plan, whether it's a, a kind of a, a curry night with a quiz. Um, we do a really big event, which is fireworks up at Fayland. And yeah, probably, that's the first of the year, isn't it? It that's is. A, yeah. It's huge. You know, we have like <laughs> sometimes 800 people there. It's oh yeah, it's big. And then we sort of uh, kind of cruise into Christmas, which is Jingle Jam, which is uh, sort of working with the teachers in the music department so um, the choir get involved and um, uh, the school caterers now get involved with us and we put on a, a beautiful night which is all about sort of Christmas festivities and then it goes into the kind of jazz band um, in the second half and it's just lovely um, and then we kind of do spring ball um, sports day we're doing barbecues and various things so loads of things that are kind of fun so some things for for the whole family some things just for the grown-ups like the spring ball um so it's a real mix and do you tend to find that there are more mums involved in this or is it equally mums and dads involved there's a real combo there's there's quite a few mums i will admit but the dads kind of get involved and are really good at um doing kind of bar duty barbecue duty there's definitely a big sort of surge on the dad's flipping burgers. Yeah. Um, well, and I'm doing the heavy lifting on things like the getting gazebos set up and stuff like that, which um, 
yeah, don't want to gender stereotype here, <laughs> but um, you know, yeah, the husbands or the you know the dads are often lugging heavy gazebos around, or you know, all the all the kind of gear, and crates but, of beer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So, which it's, is great. Everyone gets involved, really. It's a it's a big it is a big team effort, and also you know a lot of the sixth form help as well, uh, mm. which is amazing. Mm. So you know we get a lot of support for them as well as the teachers. So you know everybody plays their part, and the support network in school mm. are truly amazing. From like the the office team who kind of help us with the promotional side of things and pushing information out, um, to the maintenance team who help us kind of put the school back together again mm. once we've you know, kind of had an event. So it's, it is a proper team effort. Mm. That sounds really good as well that you mentioned the sixth formers get involved in some of the organising and, and the setting up and the planning as well. It kind of gives them a bit of a, not so much a leadership role, but a contributing as a team player role for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and school also encourage that as well because they're trying to uh, get those, those guys in the upper part of school to take responsibility, to help out. And, and also at that sort of age, they are very trustworthy mm. and, you know, and they are a great help, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, they're brilliant. Yeah. Car parking duties, yeah. um, you know, again, moving tables and kit. They're, they're really good. Yeah. Mm. yeah, also it gives them the opportunity. They've, you know, so many of them have benefited from, um, you know, the funds that we've raised and that those events. So it actually sort of, you know, makes that link as well. Mm. So they can see what effort goes in behind the scenes to then, mm. you know, you know, like Joe said, A, bring the school community together and that community spirit, which is really strong, but, but B, that, um, you know, the fundraising efforts that, that are also made and, and they mm. will benefit from. Yeah, it's good that they get involved. A good example of that is um, we run a, a, we call it the Lizzie's, obviously after Elizabethan. Oh, yeah. Um, and um, the, the, we get some of the guys to do the MC role in that and it's a, a filmmaking competition and that's a really good opportunity for some of those guys to, you know, manage their whole kind of public speaking side of things mm. and how they organise and control an event. Um, and, you know, lots of the, the sixth form have been involved in that, which has been a fantastic help. Now, of course, both of you have a, a, a long connection with the school going, going back a good number of years. And we've talked about your involvement as parents and we talked about sixth form life as well. But tell me a little bit about how you've experienced school life going right the way back to when your children first started at the school. Well, that was it's, it's really interesting because I think that journey kind of starts almost like when you're making those school choices. Yeah, absolutely. So whilst my children have been there for the last nine years, actually our connection with school probably started when we were choosing schools mm. and that whole going to the school and getting involved in it. And, you know, I think, you know, for Lucas, he's, he's an average boy. And what has happened at QEH is he's just blossomed. <laughs> and his confidence via sport, um, outdoor pursuits particularly, it just gave him loads more confidence. And then he also, they, they celebrate the joy of learning at QEH. So... Whilst that might not be so cool, <laughs> yeah. they make everything really cool. Um, so it's, you know, and they celebrate, you know, the fact that there's loads of people that are really clever there and the fact that they, you might not be so clever as those people, but that's really good that they, they're doing well because everybody 
has a talent that you know they can find yeah um and so that that has definitely made lucas blossom and um and you know it, he's he's probably overachieved in what he he could have maybe got somewhere else that's what i'm saying so he's kind of got more confidence therefore his grades went up right and he he's done really well from that process and been allowed to develop and grow at his own pace um but through sport he's played rugby but he's also sung in the choir and you know that's that's really cool um you know but equally he's got muddy out on dartmoor mm-hmm. pitching a tent in the snow you know <laughs> yeah. so it's it's really challenged all avenues not just the academic ones but the extracurricular stuff has been has really helped him to develop as a person mm. Nancy, anything else to add to that? Or do, would you echo Joe's views on that? Yeah, definitely. I think the, um, um, you know, the school's obviously really, really strong academically. Um, and certainly both, you know, from our perspective, both of our boys have had a great education. But the thing that has really stood out is all of that extracurricular stuff that the school offers. Mm. Um, and that's that's right across the board. Um, I mean, our boys really, really love the music. Mm. Um our eldest has really, really thrown himself into outdoor pursuits in a, in a huge way, um, the same as, as Joe's son. And, um, you know, those, those sort of extra activities and opportunities that, that build, I think, the, the youngsters' personal developments and their strengths that is apart from the classroom, um, I think is, is you know, so important and I think is, um, yeah, uh, and they've, de- they've developed lifelong friends mm. along that way um, and by getting involved with all of those activities. And I think uh, the commitment that the school makes and the staff make to uh, organise and offer all of those opportunities outside the classroom is enormous. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and I think that also enables, certainly from what I've seen in our sons, that enables the youngsters to develop... Uh, sort of uh, friendships and mature friendships with the staff that Mm. you know in a classroom setting that doesn't happen um, quite so easily Um, and so that kind of informal relationships and friendships that that I think extend beyond when they you know when they leave the school that a lot of the boys are off still in touch with the teachers Mm. and the teachers keep up with them and find out what they're doing whether they're going to university or working or apprenticeships whatever um, and I think that's a real strength. Mm, it does sound very, very positive. Just on the flip side of that, because obviously QEH is known as a boys' school, and in fact, in, in Lucas and Jude's year, girls were introduced into the sixth form, which I think has been a real winning strategy because you know these these young people are just about to they're in the beginning stages mm. of their higher education. And, you know, going off to university without having maybe some of the social um, connections with, you know, girls and boys, it's actually benefited them enormously. And I think as a school that predominantly, you know, revolves around boys and they they so get boys mm. to to introduce girls is kind of like, oh, it's a bit scary. <laughs> but it hasn't been. They've just completely, ro- you know, rolled with it and... All the girls that have come into school have absolutely loved it. And, you know, my daughter being one of those girls, 
um, they just they get girls as well. But you know, obviously they've got like like Nancy said, these maturer relationships in sixth form with the, all the teaching staff, and they just they they just treat them as young adults, which they are, and build their confidence in a different way. And you know, girls are very different to boys, but that hasn't been a, a it hasn't been a hurdle. It's it hasn't really been a challenge. Maybe some of the teaching staff would say it was initially quite um, hard to kind of um, navigate that, but you never saw that. And it's just, you know, from a from a school that is based around boys, they've really sort of um, brought the girls in and given them all the same opportunities to do outdoors pursuits, to really sort of um, develop in their sporting side as well. So it's not gender bias mm. at all that it's been really inclusive mm. well th- this is all really good to hear but i'm going to get a little bit controversial now because on the one <laughs> hand it's good to hear all these great things about qeh and it's wonderful that you're both so positive but equally no school is perfect so i wonder whether you can both think of anything or either of you can think of anything that the school has maybe needed to address in the past anything that wasn't working so well mm. um well, I think I'm not sure whether it necessarily wasn't working well before, but one of the things that I think the school has done well recently is they've made real efforts um, to sort of update their pastoral and personal development and personal relationships side of, of, of education of young people. I've been really impressed. I mean, our, you know, our, our children are nearing the end of their, their time at the school, but we've been consulted as parents about what their approach, uh, their current or you know, new approaches with dealing with um, some you know, pretty, pretty challenging uh, issues and questions around um, you know, sex, drugs, and mm. uh, you know, people's sort of individual personal preferences. And those are really, really difficult topics. They're really current. It's really important that they're out in the open and they're spoken about. But they're they're tricky to, to handle. They're tricky for parents to handle. And and I have to say that I'm from you know what we've we've heard what the school are doing. Um, I'm really, really impressed. And I think that that means that there's a lot of support there for those conversations to take place um, in a safe environment and in a in an environment where the youngsters who are asking questions can ask in a really safe way of people who are trained and are you know 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 what they're talking about and then perhaps can take those conversations up at home or in their personal life outside school and i you know i think that's i think that's fantastic because i think that's huge support for young people that that will you know go a long way to 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 help them mm. I think it's a brave thing to do, but I think it's absolutely uh, essential. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm yeah, really impressed with that. And I think the school, um, certainly with um, new headmaster on board, now it, there's lots of topical issues that maybe haven't been spoken about so openly before. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, obviously Bristol um, was kind of quite famous for a while last year with um, obviously the Colston statue um, being toppled, etc., and Black Lives Matters. And they school have really embraced mm. those conversations and they're having those conversations, which I don't know if we've seen maybe 
that side of school being really open and, mm. and also mental health issues because mm. obviously the pandemic, uh, all of those things are, are, you know, let's talk about it, not let's hide it. So I think that is a, a big difference maybe in some of the the things that we've seen in school. is it, it seems to be very much very much finger on pulse and um, those topics are not taboo they are to be openly discussed and you have and the pupils have that opportunity to discuss them and also they're I'm not saying school are forcing that conversation but they're saying no we've got to have this conversation Mm. it's really good to hear that it really is what advice would you give to any parents with children uh, that are just about to start at QEH maybe the families are right at the start of their QEH journey Oh, I'm envious. <laughs> that, what you're just yeah. going to have the a really amazing experience, and I'm quite jealous that you're going to have, you know, several years ahead of you of fail and touch line of mm. you know, kind of all the music events. Um, yeah, that, that and and just enjoy it because it goes in a flash. It literally whizzes by, and I know people say that about their children's lives. You know, we've just had our daughter turned 18 and my son's 20 tomorrow. So it's kind of all of a sudden life flashes through and just enjoy and savour every moment because it it does go really fast, but Mm. it's it's a great experience. Sounds like good advice there, Jo. Nancy, how about you? Well, I'd definitely say get involved. Um, Mm. You know, that uh, I think the opportunities for parents to really get involved and stuck in to the the sort of real community of the school are are really there at QEH, um, and I think that that's that's made certainly for me um, and for I think us as a family that's made a big difference to our experience of the school. I'd say get involved. I mean, not not necessarily everything, but get involved in something. And I think you, as a parent, you'll get so much more out of it. And uh, yeah, as well as friends. Um, yeah, you know that by being at the touchline or going to the events, you just meet loads of people. For example, um, my husband, you know, built up a little friendship group at the side of the Fail and Touch line. They now all have Bristol Bear season tickets. Uh, obviously, that's been a bit hit and miss this year, but mm. but you know they now go to a different touchline. Um, and they'll they'll be mates forever. So you know, whilst the um, the the children also make friends for life, mm. some of the parents make friends for life, and it's it's great. It's it's yeah. So that get involved is yeah, it is is definitely makes the difference because you do you're 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 meeting like minded people from all walks of life, um, and it's you know you're on that journey together, which is great. So enjoy it. It does sound very good. It sounds very encouraging to hear. Uh, we need to bring this to a close in a moment. But Joe and Nancy, I just want to thank you both so much for coming on to this episode, for giving up your time, for having a coffee with me while we talk and for sharing your own experiences of being parents and your connections with QEH. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And there we go. A big thank you to Joe and Nancy for getting together and talking over coffee in their kitchen about their experiences. As always, you can contact the school if you have any questions. It's qehbristol.co.uk or you can email office at qehbristol.co.uk. 
Now, if you're listening to this episode and you haven't followed this podcast channel yet, then now really is the time to do so, because then when the next episode comes out, you just get a small notification to let you know that it's ready. And that just means that you won't miss it. So go and do that now. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this episode, and we look forward to seeing you again next time. Bye for now.